hello. Um, so my name is Caleb Forbes. Um, I'm a senior at New Providence High School, um, and I'll be graduating this year because I'm a senior. Um, but I will be attending uh, Rowan University um, in the fall of 2019. Um, just like to start by saying Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. Hi, mom. Don't cry. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's happening already. Um, <laughs> Um, so we're, as TJ read, we're going to be uh, talking about John, um, and more specifically, I'm going to be talking about um, the first part of the verse when Jesus is the light of the world. Um, and so before I do that, um, we're going to kind of dig into the background of who John was, you know, to Jesus, um, and like what was happening at the time. Um, and so John wrote the Gospel of John, obviously, um, but it was a bit different than the other three, um, and it, mainly because he was so close to Jesus. He was like his best friend. Um, so he wrote the Gospel of John from a much more personal point of view. Um, and so we kind of get a different take on, you know, stories that happen and whatnot um, from John's point of view. Um, another thing that uh, was happening is um, Jesus was constantly being heckled and attacked by religious leaders and Pharisees um, all the time. Um, and, you know, whenever he said anything, especially when he was claiming to be the light of the world, right? You know, because it's, it's one thing to be light of the world, you know, claiming it, because back then, the definition of light, well, right now it is, at least, um, it's basically the natural agent that stimulates sight and makes things visible, right? So, what we're seeing right now, you know, if there was no light, we wouldn't be able to see anyone, or colors, or anything like that. Um, and back then, light was more than just, you know, things that make things visible, right? Um, it was it was the ultimate ideal, you know, it represented salvation, knowledge, and goodness to them. It, so, when, when people are claiming to be the light, it's it's not something that, you know, a lot of people take lightly, all right? Um, and so, you know, it's difference between <laughs> the light and a light, right? So you have lights on the stage here, that's a light, but then you have the light. So like us, we are a light, right? We are a light that God shines through us. Um, and Jesus is the light. He is the beacon of of light that shines everywhere through everyone and everything. Um, and it's crazy to think about because light is everywhere. You know, whatever we see, that is light. And so when we see light, we know that that is God and that he is great. And the other place where there's lots of light um, is the Bible, of course. The Bible talks about light all the time. Um, it's said 232 times to be exact throughout the whole Bible in the NIV version, if anyone's going to go check. Um, <laughs> and so... Um, I'm going to talk about a couple of places where it's mentioned and talk about light. Um, the first one's Ephesians 5.13, and it reads, But all things become visible when they are exposed by the light, for everyone that becomes visible is light. Um, and so when I, when I first read this verse, it made me think back to a time on the middle school retreat. Um, it was last day, Sunday. Um, I was kind of just sitting in the back of the chapel looking over everything. Um, I remember that morning was kind of gloomy. It was kind of fog everywhere. Um, but I remember it so specifically because I was, as I was sitting there just reflecting over the entire weekend, um, I saw the sun start to peek over the mountains and it started to fill the room and brighten everything up and clear the fog away. Um, and I just, I just knew that at that moment it was God. I knew that he was there in that room and that he was, you know, coming into all of our hearts and showing us the way. And so this is important because when God is truly able to see you, you are when you come into the light, you know, that once you accept God and you have truly been seen by him, you become one with the light and it shines through you. And so I thought that that was pretty important. 
Um, the second verse I'm going to talk about is 1 John 1, 7. And it says, But if we walk in the light, he himself is in the light. We have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from our sin. So like the first verse, this kind of explains how God is who he really is and that once we accept God into our hearts, he does not only cleanse us of our sins, but he lets the light shine through us. And that's important. So I'm going to give you three R's. The first one is recognize, all right? And it's that once we recognize God's light shining in us, we can recognize the God that God's light is shining through others as well. Um, especially when we're trying to find people that are like-minded and that you know are trying to find the love of Christ. Now, to me, this is important because I'm going off to college next year, and I'm going to have to find other groups and people um, who believe in what we believe in. Um, and so that's one thing that we're going to have to keep in mind. The second R is reflect. Um, so once we recognize the light that's in us, um, we're able to reflect the light within us that God gave us to others around us um, so that we are able to grow, challenge, and encourage everyone around us and grow as one body of Christ. The third R is refract. Now, for those of you who don't know what the refract is, um, it's the fact or phenomenon of light being deflected and passing through one medium and another or through a medium of varying density. Now, to put that simply, it's the light um, is when it bounces off or through things, basically, and how it affects them. Um, so to give you an example, me being a senior intern last year, I was able to recognize God's light in me um, and reflect it to those around me and refract it to the amazing, wonderful kids in my online group, right? And so that's another chance that I was able to refract God's light in me to those around me. And now my hopes is that they would be able to do the same. In another place, not only along with church, but it's at school. So it's, you know, why would these other kids in my grade are like wondering why I would take such a big leap and become a senior intern this year. Right? It's, it's, and it's happening in, in ways we don't even know, right? Um, and so the third and final verse that I'm going to talk about is Matthew 5.14, and it says, You are a light of this world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. Um, and I'm ending with this one because it's, it's Jesus giving us a great compliment, but also a great responsibility, right? When he calls us that we are now the light of this world, because he himself claimed that he was the light of the world, right? And so... The challenge I'm going to leave you is with the three R's, is that to recognize Christ's light in you so that, when, so that you can reflect the light to everyone around you, which would in turn refract Christ and ripple throughout the rest of the world.